Welcome to Made in Manitoba. It's time to shine the radio spotlight, and who will we be highlighting today? Nate Jacobucci joins us with his second album, Obone. And if you remember, Nate joined us earlier this year in February with his debut album, which was more electronic-based. This one gives us more 1960s Beach Boys, Beatles vibes. We look forward to getting to know more about Nate Jacobucci throughout the program. Enjoy. I believe that everyone's called, everyone wants a world at peace, but some fall to corruption and cause a disruption. Manitoba, our chance to get to know the musicians in our prairie landscape. Nate Jacobucci joins us again. Nice to have a return visit from you so soon. Yeah, thanks for having me again. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, we recently featured you. I had come across your music through Jeremy Rusu, a mutual friend and a longtime musical partner of yours. And since then, I mean, we've gone through this COVID-19 
15 months and uh, you have worked on some more new music. So tell me about the process of diving in and writing more songs. Um, well, this project, I guess, started when uh, the uh, that third lockdown happened in Manitoba, I guess, in November. And uh, yeah, at the time, I mean, I wasn't working or anything and I was kind of stuck at home and I knew I was going to be home for, you know, who knows how long. So I kind of just made a challenge to myself to do music every day, to just something, even if it's uh, maybe a lyric or like a little ditty or something. And uh, yeah, I just kind of started recording things. And that's how uh, these songs came about. Some of them were were written before all this, but uh, yeah, and it just kind of came together and I took the best songs out of that period and made this album out of it. Listening through this album, like if you had not told me that this was Nate and I'm just listening, I would think like, okay, is it the Beatles or the birds or, you know, it takes us back. It has a real retro feel to it. And I'm guessing that's by design. I guess that's the kind of music I listen to the most. So I guess it kind of comes out that way. Um, I love that, that old music, especially the sixties, just the, I don't know, just the vibe it all has real instruments and harmonies and um, yeah. So that's probably where it's coming from. I wasn't consciously trying to do a retro thing, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine with me if it sounds like that. (laughs) It absolutely does. And I was curious, like what, who are your influences from that era or who do you listen to and enjoy from that era that may have uh, influenced you even by accident? I love the Beatles, the Beach Boys, uh, the Kinks. Uh, I think Bob Dylan is amazing. And all the solo Beatles music, of course, I absolutely love that stuff too. Yeah. Um, yeah, Neil Young, people like that. So, and uh, some of the tracks are are not really full songs. They're more of an a- an ambiance thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it starts off with uh, Defungus Requiem. Just. <laughs> <laughs> This kind of worked out as an opening song. <laughs> you have the best titles for your songs. Nobody else has that one, so. <laughs> no. And speaking of titles, you named your album O-Bone. Uh, tell me about that. What does that mean? Um, I guess the, the short of it, it's just kind of a nonsense word that I made up. But sometimes, sometimes I'll make up a word and then I'll Google it and then it'll be uh, something in another language or something. Or it'll be some kind of weird slang and uh, yeah, I just had that that title, and the first thing that comes up when you Google it is this hymn, uh, and it's like this really pretty choral piece, uh, and it's conducted. The one that comes up is conducted by uh, Richard Prue, and the guy who mastered this album is called Joe Prue. So I thought that was an interesting connection, and and then there's a song on the album called Bones, and there's a song called O Creator, which is a hymn in itself. So it kind of I don't know, it just kind of seemed to work and it kind of had the dark but uh, silly kind of vibe that I think the songs have. Oh 
That's Nate Jacobucci with his second Made in Manitoba visit this year, and it's only July. Nate has challenged himself to play music every day throughout the pandemic, and it's opened his creative mind in a big way. We'll find out more about that after this. I woke up at 4 p.m. this morning, and the sun was already setting. Darkness started to consume the sky Representing a state of mind world is going crazy And I can't get it off the mind I try not to be lazy But motivation so hard to find Images of better times. The world 
I mean, you mentioned that you challenged yourself to play a little bit of music every day. And, of course, that led to recording, and that wasn't your intention. But you just wanted to play some music every day. What do you feel like that did for you over the past year? It definitely kept my mind busy. And, I don't know, it kind of kept uh, kept me going for sure. Um, so, I mean, especially when there's nothing else going on, you kind of need something to even just think about. And, yeah, I'd say it... it uh, helped me mentally quite a bit it was almost like a therapy um especially the songs on this album i don't think they were made really for other people to listen to they were more for my own fun probably more than anything else i've ever done hmm. so yeah it was it was just kind of something to do uh to get me through this <laughs> well it's interesting you say that because when i listen through this album i think wow this this work is so accessible to the listener. Like, it's a real pleasure to listen through front to back all of the songs. I think it is. It's very much, maybe not intentionally for other people, but it's accessible for other people to listen to. And there's not a lot of distraction with, you know, tracks in there that don't make sense or anything like that. Like, it really is a full work. I think it's just excellent what you've done. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah that... Uh... That means a lot. <laughs> now, if I know you, which I'm starting to, you write a lot more songs than you actually record, and you've got ideas floating everywhere. So how did you decide what made it onto this or what you were going to record and what you would maybe save for T-Bone, the next album? <laughs> um, oh, boy. Well, I guess it's kind of... I guess uh, as you go and you accumulate songs, it kind of becomes clear which ones are related to each other. And there are songs that I recorded that didn't end up on this um, that aren't necessarily bad or anything. They just didn't really uh, add anything to what the majority of the other songs had. So, uh, yeah, and I kind of wanted to make it like, uh, like I listened to, to vinyl records and I just love that format of having you know, 20 or so minutes on each side, act one and act two. And I kind of made uh, made that the format. So the first six songs are aside, the next six songs are aside, each 20 minutes. And I just kind of tried to keep to that template. And I picked my favorite songs, the ones that I liked the best. And yeah. 
That's so cool. And when it comes to production, like you have obvious uh, techniques that you use to get that vibe that you're after, what you like to hear. To to me, like, yeah, it sounds like the 60s. It sounds like the Beatles. And um, is that just a computer trick or, or do you have a special technique that you use to get that? Um, I guess my, my method is probably not, uh, not considered the most efficient these days. Uh, for this album in particular, I have like this, uh, Zoom R16 machine and it's like a 16 track digital tape machine basically. And, uh, yeah, what I would do is, um, bounce tracks. So basically have instruments attached to other instruments. So you kind of mix them and then export that as a track and, put all the vocals on one track, all the backing vocals, and they'll already be mixed down. And I don't know, I guess I've done a lot of research over the years of how the albums that I love were made. And they were kind of done like that very um, meticulously, like the mixing maybe the rhythm section, maybe a lot of the drums and the bass together, and they'll be mixed and panned. And then you commit to that and you put it in the song. And then if you want to change something later, you have to go all the way back to those tracks and, I guess it's not efficient, but I, I just like that process. It kind of makes you more present in what you're doing mm -hmm. as opposed to doing everything on a computer where everything's quantized and you, there's basically no limits to what you can do on a computer. But if you're doing it this way, uh, there are limits. Yeah. So. Living in a 
Thank you, Nate Jacobucci, for being our guest with your latest album, O-Bone. What a neat sound and process of recording. A big thank you to our producer, Zach Drieger. I'm Chris Sumner, along with Jamie Giesbrecht for Made in Manitoba. Thanks for listening, and we'll meet again next weekend.